0: Hey, what's happening? It's your local baby daddy, Trill.
1: Hey, what's up, y'all? This Mel.
0: <laughs> and this is Ego Aside. How you doing, man?
1: I'm cooling, bro. How, how your day going? How the month going?
0: Good, man. You know, we only a couple days in, but it's been good, man. Getting prepared for this surgery, trying to get right. You know, not too serious.
1: Transitioning from Black History Month, Women's History Month.
0: Yeah. Hey, Yep. Yeah. yeah, we definitely did go from uh, Black History Month to Women's History Month. Um. So with it being Women's History Month We definitely want to Appreciate and show Appreciation to the women So this first segment That we're going to get into This is our Woman of the week That we have decided And the woman that we have Decided to acknowledge And to show love to um, Is Asada Shakira um, A lot of people You know there has been A negative light Shined on this good sister But there are Reasons why, and we both discussed, and we're going to share with you guys the reason why we decided um, to go with Asada Shakir and to acknowledge she um, was a writer. Yes. That's
1: why she was a revolutionary. Yes. Not an activist, a revolutionary. It's a big Yes.
0: Thing. Very strong black woman. Um, before, you know, Mill gets into, you know, explaining a couple of points about her, the reason why I wanted to go with um, Asada Shakar was because she was willing to be irrational especially in that time frame being a black woman you know trying to make change and seeing the things that needed to be changed sometimes you have to do things that do not seem rational and she was willing to and i think that's just powerful that's powerful for her to step out there to put herself out there um to have you know the government feel full of her you know because Not because she was trying to strike fear, but she let them know she meant business. You know what I'm saying? So, I can definitely respect that. Um, I honor that. I admire that. You know, because, you know, just looking at where we was last year and where we are now. You know what I'm saying? Like, last year, it was so much noise, riots, and everything. Now, just went back to quiet it down.
1: Right. The problem is is symbolism. A whole bunch of nothing burgers. Absolutely nothing. No policy change. Just a whole bunch of murals and Taking Cat in the Hat out of school and that we ask for people to get locked up murderers, but yeah, keep going, bro. Go ahead. You know, but
0: but it, but it's true though. You know, something happens and it strikes a fire, and it doesn't take long for the fire to go out. And with this good sister, you know, the fire never went out with her. You yep. know, even to this day, she is still living. In case a lot of people don't know, but you know, the fire never went out. She knew that this was an everyday battle. This was not a sometime thing. You know, and don't get me wrong Everybody doesn't have to do it the same way that she went about it But, you know, consistency is a big part You look for consistency in your relationships You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to change and you saying that you want change There's no consistency with it Right. You know what I mean? But, you know, the Good Brother Mill is gonna, you know Give y'all some good details A, a uh, short little bio
1: A solid Shakur means a lot to me, you Everybody knows, everybody hears Shakur, they think about Tupac. Right. And that's what inspired Tupac's early career. You know what I mean? That's his godmother. Right. Ah, Apo- oh, man. Asala Shakur was a writer. People talk about stepping and believing in the movement. She was the movement. She was the soul of the Black Liberation Army. But before she was in the Black Liberation Army, she was a part of the Black Panthers. She was just organizing the protests, getting people together. After that, she became a leader of the breakfast program, and she moved to New York. Her and the Black Panthers had some things they didn't necessarily agree on. She left, and she started up something different, the Black Liberation Army, BLA. She was known as the soul, the soul of the BLA. And, you know, she was just so tough. Like, that queen is just so tough, because I'm not going to say she was, because she's still riding and she was still alive, you know what I mean? She was just so tough. Like, people that was selling harmful drugs in the community, they made sure that they would leave and never come back. Right. She did what she needed by any means necessary to protect the people in their community. The police was not coming in their community to raise hell, to bother people, to harass people. She was riding a woman right. in, the, in the late 60s, early 70s. That's too hard. You yeah. gotta respect her. You gotta love her. And you, you got to. The big thing with her is one day she was pulled over. They was looking for her. You know, she got, she got a lot of influence over a lot of people in a dark time. She got pulled over. Situation happened. She got shot twice. They accused her of shooting the police. They locked up, treated her horrible. Treated her horrible, bro. She was pregnant. Yeah. She was shot twice, pregnant. Went to jail, had a baby in jail. But this is the this is the part that's like through the struggle. It's beauty in the struggle because you're gonna right. make it out whatever you're going through. You gotta believe that she escaped. She escaped prison in America. That's like
0: some movie stuff, man. That's
1: some, that's something you only see in a movie. Yeah. And she lived in Cuba, on in exile, free. She could walk down the street, do whatever she want, and her kids with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's big love for that queen That queen, Asada Shakur Yeah,
0: because I actually read that That incident and the bullet wounds that she had They actually That was what got her convicted Like what actually ended up going to jail Because she was on trial for The um, shootout that happened in New Jersey But they couldn't prove Because the jury was like Well, she's pregnant So, you know why would she be out there? And so they just found a whole bunch of petty charges to put on her to keep bringing her to trial, keep bringing her to trial. And you know, when they found, when they examined her body and found the two, you know, the bullet wounds or whatever, that's what they used to actually even get her locked up. From her pain. Yeah. It's
1: messed up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy.
0: But we did want to, um, did want to put a quote out that, um, we both agreed on that, that was powerful. Um, and the quote goes, no movement. Can't survive Unless it is constantly growing And changing with the times If it isn't growing If it's stagnant And without the support of the people No movement for liberation can exist No matter how correct Its analysis of the situation is What does that mean to you
1: bro? Facts That's the problem that's going on right now Like what you said Nobody's serious about the movement We let the media and what's trending we, let, we treat the movement like a trend. Right. You know what I mean? We see what's going on on Instagram, what's trending on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. We just see what's going on, but we fail to realize what's going on in the streets. Right. A year ago, everybody was in the streets. Everybody was in the streets, marching, protesting. We got people that act like they care, wearing kente cloths, kneeling, yeah. all that stuff. And now it just dwindles down. It dwindles down every time. But we never got what we were asking for. We got a whole bunch of, like I said earlier, symbolic nothingness, symbolic nothing burger, a big burger, nothing you biting in the air. And people are like, yeah, we got it. We didn't get anything. Nothing is changing. You know, a a mural, a BLM mural in the middle of the street is not going to protect you from being gunned down in the middle of that street. Right. And the person that killed you. It's not gonna go to, it's not gonna go to jail. because their occupation. That's messed up. There's no justice in this. Shit.
0: It's it's really sad when a trending topic is justification or a means for success. You get what I'm saying? And the thing is, like, you know, for her to even say, you know, growing and changing with the time, she understood that it wasn't gonna have to I wasn't gonna have to do these things. Over time as time went, you know what I'm saying? Being able to change with the times, figuring out what works in that time period. You know what I'm saying? But consistency is one thing that I feel like would never change. You know what I mean? Like some things just everything has to be consistent. If you really want something to change, there's no way to alleviate from that. There's no way to go away from that. You get what I'm saying? And and that's what I feel like we we're not getting that We're not staying consistent So we can't Expect a change How many of us Is gonna to have to get killed You know By police officers Before we just Stay consistent with it Where it's Consistent change We can't even get None of these cats convicted
1: none You know what I'm saying None of them Nobody
0: it's, it's crazy man
1: And it's just like It's been going on For so long And like people Really been hurting mm-hmm. People dying Families You know and riots and it's just like all that could be prevented by replacing a system of of hate, a system of nastiness, white supremacy and white dominance and greed and evil with a system of justice, love, equality right for everybody. You know what I mean?
0: Right. But you know what, don't they always say it don't matter to you until it's knocking at your door until it's on your footstep. And that's the sad thing, man
1: We just gotta stay into it Once we get into it You gotta keep that energy You gotta keep that fire Like I was telling somebody like Somebody was like Oh yeah, Brianna Taylor Not turning no more I'm like, okay You keep that fire You keep that energy Cause whatever is happening To her out there Is going on in your city too yeah. it's, going, yeah. it's going on everywhere
0: Everything is not highlighted not. Especially not when it's wrong no. It's not gonna be highlighted it, That's huge, man But, you know Shout out to us out of Shakira, man For real Shout um, out to all
1: the women Out there if it's a woman out there you care about or you love, hit them up. Tell them you love them. You fellas, instead of sliding in shorty DMs, she's not replying, bro. Hit up your mother, your aunt, your sister. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tell her you love her. Tell her good morning. That's going to make them feel way better than you sliding in a shorty DMs. That's not going to reply.
0: Facts, man. I challenge I challenge every man, right, to just, for the women in your life, just send them a single rose or a single flower. Whatever it may be, just to show a simple appreciation. There's a lot of women in my life, that's you know what I'm saying, bro. But I'm, I'm just saying, though, you know, not like that, like, not,
1: like, <laughs> not like that. That's not wrong. Yo. I was raised. Hey, all man, women, that's your yeah. business.
0: I didn't. We didn't ask for that, but yeah. you said it. I mean, but
1: right, right. You know
0: man. what I'm saying. But anyway, you know, show some type of appreciation, man. But
1: um, moving on, moving on to our next segment. We're gonna get into the people's choice, the people's choice, the people's choice. It's just what people recommend. They want to hear us talk about. What is it this week, man? It was a question actually, mm. from uh, somebody Seth Bonium. That's the whole first name.
0: Seth Bonium. That's,
1: that's different, but it's cool. It's different. It's cool. From Rhode Island, she asked, uh, "What drives you? What motivates you? In life, like, what keeps you going?" What keeps me going? Like, what drives you? What's your motivation? Like, That's what she wanted to hear about.
0: That's a good one, man. Um, My motivation stems from a lot of areas. Um, One thing I did have to realize within myself, though, it got to start with me. If that makes sense. Like, my motivation had to be driven by myself. You know, because it's easy to say, you know, my kids motivate me, you know, and stuff like that. But... It, it starts with me motivating myself, but my kids definitely, you know, put me in a position to keep it going, to keep driving on, to deal with the bull, to, you know, put up with people talking to you any kind of way. That doesn't happen too many times, but you know, sometimes you can't always say what you want to. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, it's like what we said, restraint. But like my kids, man, when um, when I can't do something for them or I can't do something for myself, man, that it puts it puts a burn. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It it really bothers me. What also motivates me is also accomplishments too. what I realize is like you have to appreciate those accomplishments, no matter how small, no matter how little and appreciate the process. I love like even when we were starting the podcast, you know, researching, trying to find out information, you know, I'm saying how can we make, you know, our podcast stand out, make it better. You know, trying to find somewhere to record if we was going to have to buy our own equipment. The process excites me because it makes me when I when I'm going through the process, it makes me feel like I'm getting closer to my goal. You know what I'm saying? So that definitely pushes me and motivates me when I'm actually working towards an idea that I have. You know, like that that's real big to me.
1: I feel that, bro. Feel what motivates
0: that. you, man? What What drives you?
1: Bro, me it's 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 jihad, bro. And you know, jihad has got turned into an evil word by people blowing themselves up. And all jihad,
0: that. explain what that is, man.
1: Jihad is is struggle basically, and it's mm-hmm. beauty in the struggle. Right. And it's just, I feel like the, what drives you is going to be the opposite of your purpose. You know, mm-hmm. like so when you find out your purpose, whenever you find out your purpose, like I my I feel like my purpose is to help people, mm-hmm. spread love and useful knowledge. I, that's like my thing. Spread love and useful knowledge as far as it can spread. As contagious as it can be. And, like, my motivation behind that is just seeing people struggle, bro. Like, seeing, like, my grandmother was real sick before we lost her. Seeing her, how she fought through it, she never complained. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My mama raised me and Joelle. Just her. You know what I mean? She would never she would never show us, but we could see the pain and the struggle on our face. Right. And in my city, you know what I'm saying? My city is hurting from Baltimore. You know, a lot of cities is hurting. And it's like, I want to, it pushes me to want to be able to retire my mother you know what I mean? I don't want to see my mother work no more. Right. I want to I want to put her in a crib and get her a little Tesla that she want. You know what I mean? Retire my family members, give my people's jobs, mm-hmm. give my get my brothers that still on the block a job. You dig what I'm saying? And give them some money so they can do the same thing for they folks and they can create general, generational wealth for them. You know, that's not like that's what I want. I, I it's really attainable. I really feel like it's something we can achieve. And just seeing people go through it. Makes me want to give, give, give more. I'll give my last. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I I think that's what motivates me, bro. I think, I
0: think, uh, I think everybody should have something that motivates them. You get what I'm saying? Because if you're not motivated by anything, you know how far can you really go? How far can you really get ahead if you're not motivated by anything? You know. I think a lot of times like mental health and stuff like that really stems from not being motivated. Nothing motivates you like in the military. Right. That's one of the things that is recognized as a suicidal um, awareness kind of point out if they if somebody doesn't want to do anything anymore. If they just sit in there, they isolating themselves. You get what I'm saying? So, motivation, if if somebody says that I don't need no type of motivation. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you need something that's going to make you keep pushing. I, I I really feel like that.
1: And then when you don't got it, you just stop? You just stop. That's what somebody told me one time. It was like, a lot of people don't get buried till they're 75, but they die when they're 25. Mm. So, they just living with no motivation, no ambition, no goals. So, they just... From, from 25 to 75 you just working probably working a job making somebody else rich and live off your retirement for 10 years and you're just gone and so, just alive yeah you're just alive that's why was, it's like a difference between living and being alive they're just alive
0: right but see the thing is so like I heard she said you just said like you know they're working and making somebody else rich that's not it's we can't sit here and make it all about you know money is what causes motivation You know what I'm saying. Sometimes other things, uh, is what push somebody to happiness. But I do like in that sense though. Like just working, 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 it's no good. You know what I'm saying. If you're not doing anything that is fulfilling for you, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like if you're an artist, but you feel like artistry doesn't make any type of money. You know what I'm saying. And when I say art, I mean because there's different forms of artistry, but I mean like drawing, painting, you know. But music, right? Music or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it people around you have told you that's not fulfilling. That's not a career. That's not a big chance that you can make it in there. You know what I mean? But everybody you can make it in your own right. And everybody doesn't want fame from their artistry. You know what I'm saying? Some people are satisfied with, if they do music, just being able to perform live. Just, you know what I'm saying? One time at their local bar or something like that at the local spot. You know what I'm saying? The juke joint that, you know what I'm saying, let you perform with your little band or whatever the case may be. But if you if you get away from your purpose, man, if you if you don't have any motivation, you get away from your purpose, there's a there's a big chance that you may go down a slippery slope. It's just
1: a downfall from that, bro. It's just a downfall from that. And I say that from
0: my own experience as well.
1: Because I feel like everybody is at a point where they have no motivation. Almost yeah. almost no motivation. Almost. It's just like, what's the point? I don't care. I don't care. It's just like that. That you just push everything aside, nothing matters, nothing. It's just like one of those low, low moments. Yeah. Everybody's been there before.
0: I think everybody have been there before. If you say you haven't been, it's it's just a fear of coming out with it, man. Nothing, nothing is wrong at being at that point as long as you pick yourself up.
1: If you feel down, no matter what the stigma says, go get, go get, go seek help. You know what I mean? Behavioral go. health is good. It's okay to say that everybody has mental health issues because. You know the body's broken up into three things: mind, body, and soul. So mm-hmm. Human is broken up into three things. So right. our, we care about our spiritual health. We care about our physical health. We gotta care about mental health too. Most don't, definitely. Don't worry what nobody say. Just go get help.
0: We gotta break that stigma, for sure. And the stigma starts with you, with yourself. If you break that stigma, man, you'll be surprised how many people you can actually motivate to actually seek help to find out how they can get help. Like you got to, man. You got to. Right, because it's it's very important, man, and I I cannot stress it enough, especially within the Black community, man. Because sometimes we don't even realize what has scarred us in our lives, and we holding on to this hate, and we holding on to this hurt, and we can't let it go, you know, and we just passing it on through generations because we was not brave enough or had the courage to go and seek help. I don't want them people in my business. They ain't finna tell me why I act the way I do. We didn't hurt it, man. That's bad. You know what I'm saying? It's it's no good, man. You you gotta you gotta let that go. You gotta let that hurt go because if you don't, you don't learn how to properly love and to how to properly move forward. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I feel like that's huge. I I cannot stress it enough. It how much it how much that matters to me.
1: I don't it. be every well I have to. Yeah. I have to. I, I feel like it actually helps.
0: It did. Especially when you're talking to a, a non-biased Person like somebody that Don't know the situation and the first time they Hearing it is from you mm. Even if you do make but but see when you Do that right you you gotta I mean my experience they Unwrapped the thing because I Kind of just told my story and made it sound Like you know where it was satisfying To me you know what I'm saying with Fit my my needs To tell the story but when you go talk to An unbiased source you know they really Break it down and unwrap like Okay, why did you do that then? You know what I'm saying? Just questions that you probably don't want to answer, but they're going to get it out.
1: If you're still watching go. right now, if you haven't already subscribed, make sure you subscribe and make sure you like. Make sure you like and comment, even if it's bad, even yes. if you don't like it. If you dislike it, tell us why, you know, because yeah. criticism mean a lot.
0: Yeah, man. Curl. definitely.
1: So moving I on. I can't say the word. <laughs>
0: You heard about it, I was like Nah I'm gonna K- K- I'ma let All it go right. He already
1: said it not right So moving on We're gonna go into You know the meat of the day Ah uh, yes We're gonna talk about finances
0: Yes And we like, like to call this segment Growing together
1: Yeah
0: Growing together
1: Cause we're not perfect
0: We're not perfect You know
1: We still got our like Financial issues Right You know we're still trying to grow We're still on the path To financial freedom And this is not financial advice Don't say oh yeah Mill told me to do this Trump yeah. told me to do this Put all my money in the Dogecoin or something right. like that, or, or GameStop. Right. No, this is not financial advice. This is just giving out some tips and tricks, just like where we mess up, where we go wrong, and just we're just going to chop it up about finance. I feel like it's something that we don't talk about. I never, I never really, we never really had that conversation in a household. No, me and Joel talk about it as adults now, but in the household growing up, we don't talk about economics or finance.
0: That, that's that's very true. That's very true. It was it was not a a big thing. You know what I'm saying. Unless you being told you got McDonald's money. You know right. what I'm saying? That's like the only yeah. time finances is something is being talked about when you ask for something and you ain't going to get it. You're not going to get it. You know if your mama tell you you got McDonald's money, you ain't getting no McDonald's, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're going to have to let that Happy Meal go, brother.
1: you have to eat them leftovers that
0: night. But, yeah, man, like like Mill said, man, this, this is not us being financial advisors. This is not, you know, basically, you know, it's just steps that we took that we are continuing to take um for financial freedom and having some type of financial literacy so what you want to start off with
1: man? financial literacy you just said it right okay well financial literacy is the ability to understand financial skills right and to use those financial skills mm-hmm. for better not mm-hmm. for worse, not for exploitation it's just about it's about getting financial freedom and they don't teach us financial literacy in school, and that's one of the most important things we need. Right. One of the reasons why, like, that's why I said that you just work in his old life and just work waiting for retirement is because the, the individuals who came up with the current school system we have, like uh, Rockefeller, he said he'd rather have a nation of workers than thinkers. Right. So, if you want these people to work for your business, your corporation, you're not going to train them to make to for ways to provide for their family without working for you. You're going to just set them up along the way. Because when you think about it, what's a diploma? A receipt. It's saying, I went to school for 12 years. Here's my receipt. Bro, you know high s-
0: not to cut you off, bro. Like elementary through like high school, that is daycare. Yeah. That is daycare. If, if you go.
1: If you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: That's all it is, is daycare. Like when you really think about it, it's so it is schools out there. Right. Like it's fine art schools that do things and schools that have different programs that could possibly help you survive on the outside, different clubs. I had some of them at my school. I'm not going to lie. You know what I'm saying? I grad, I, I was in FBLA, Future, Future Business Leaders of America. I was in Agricultural, um, FFA, um, you know, Junior Civitan. You know, I was in different clubs like that. But, you know, a lot of kids not going out and. Looking for those clubs. They're not. You know what I mean. Trying to go home. Yeah, trying to go home. I don't want to be here afterwards.
1: And plus, like the average, the average school, the average public school, the zone school, right. or the like. I went to a real good school. I went to Poly. Right. You know.
0: Did I, I, I know go? That's
1: it. I didn't go, but I was. I was. I attended Poly. You know what I mean? I didn't really like the structure of the school and all that school number thing, but. They didn't they had programs, I guess, but they weren't really put out there for people, you know, Mm -hmm. and like if you took an economics class, that's like an extra thing. It's not like mandatory. That should be mandatory. You know how to grow your own food, how to buy a house, how to do taxes. These are all things that you have to do. You have to eat food to live. You have to live in a house and you have to have money to provide for your family. That's not taught in school. I have not used physics. I do. (laughs) But the average person does not use physics. On a day to
0: day That's crazy though Because you don't get Any of those classes Like economics Or any of these Like you know Those are like Extracurriculum classes Like They not Basis classes And they should be You know what I'm saying Like there should be like A a life class That's given in school That should be mandatory You know what I'm saying But that's not how it is That's not That's not what they're doing When you get to high school You know what I'm saying If you finish all these Bullshit ass credits That we give to y'all first, then maybe we'll put you in one of these classes, you know what I'm saying, that could possibly really help you with life. And I got to do economics, and I had a great economics teacher. Like, we couldn't even call him by his last name. Like, he was like, I don't know who set up this structure to where you had to call me by my last name. Um, That's not how we do it in the real world. You know what I'm saying? You meet me for the first time, if you put a mister in front of it, if you don't, does that make you any less disrespectful or any more respectful? You know what I'm saying? Like, we could not raise our hand in his class, like he just—he
1: was just cool, Yeah, you know Popping what I'm saying. Up.
0: Like, pay attention to what I'm teaching, and you may learn something. That's how—that's how he felt about it.
1: And that was in high school, you said. That was like in high school, class. but, but that way. was
0: my senior year. Oh, okay. After I had finished everything else.
1: Yeah, I think I think financially, because by that time you've done something to make money. Some. I don't care what it is; you've done something. Shovel yep. snow? Well, Florida, no, you don't. Uh, we're
0: snow. not shoveling any Shovel, snow, Shovel uh,
1: snow. You know, mowing lawns or selling yeah. snow cones—anything.
0: Yeah, you yeah. did some type of thing to to get some money.
1: Yeah.
0: So, so what are the do's and don'ts? What?
1: Let's let's start. With, start with don'ts. Yeah, let's start with say the my don'ts. don'ts.
0: From my experience, that's that's all. That's only thing I can speak on is my don'ts.
1: So, my don'ts. Um, first of all, understand the difference between an asset and a liability. Yes. Liability is stuff that takes money out of your pocket. <laughs> Assets are anything that add, just anything that adds wealth to you or anything that's worth money. You know, what I mean, we don't understand the difference between an asset and a liability. And when you buy a lot of liabilities, you're losing. You're not getting any money because you're not putting money into assets because you don't know what they are. Right. Are when my you know, Jordans liabilities? No, it depends how you use them. Because if you hold on to Jordans for their resale value, it's not a liability. But if you go, ho- if you go hooping them, yeah. it's a liability.
0: Nah, it's a liability.
1: My Definitely. biggest liability is food. I know how to cook, bro. I be chefing. I have my own friend. I recipes. cannot
0: argue with that, bro.
1: You can't cook, bro.
0: No, yes. I'm saying food is like my yeah. one of my biggest liabilities.
1: I could go in the house and, you know, chef something up, but I'd rather just go get some food. And I just like going to restaurants by myself for no reason.
0: Just complete laziness. Completely. And that's. I a, don't feel like cooking.
1: That's a big excuse.
0: And you'll find any reason to not feel like cooking.
1: Yeah. Quick. Quick.
0: You know the problem? I know some people that don't even eat leftovers.
1: Just had some before we came with it. Right now. Some lamb chops. Right. It's good, too.
0: <laughs> Sometimes it's better when you reheat it. Air fryer. That flavor that's set in there. You got to air fryers are going to work. Hey, if you don't have an air fryer, man, I can't talk
1: to you. I'm sorry. And what's another? Oh, my biggest don't. My biggest don't. And this comes, I think the food ties into this. I'm addicted to fast money, bro. Mm. Fast money is an addiction. When you get when you coming up, and let's say you you do something to where you making bread every day like mm-hmm. that, like that, like like <laughs> it just it just like you used to it coming in and out, and it, whenever you want, it, whenever you want extra, like some extra bread, you can get it. Like it's nothing, right? Like it's a cakewalk to get some extra bread. You know what I mean? So when you change your life around, you transition to something you know you know two weeks. You gotta start learning how to. You're not living your old life no more. Right. So my thing is, I, with the army though. it's not enough. I don't care what nobody says. It's, it's not, not enough. Especially, it's not. I don't care who you are. It's not enough. So that's why I do side stuff, you know, side hustles. And I'm really into the options, like stock options and right. stocks. But what I'm... Option's scary, man. But that, I'm like, me, I'm a gambler, so I'm going to go for the big risk. Big risk, big reward. I'm trying to get the bag, but...
0: Now, okay, so since you say that, I will go to my don't. Do not go to the casino like it's a come up, okay? Don't take your last $200 and go to the casino and try to come up. You can end up going down. Now, you may get lucky, but do not make that (laughs) like a go to, like, oh, this is my last $200. Let me go to the casino. Let me go buy these scratch off tickets.
1: I've never been to the casino before. Bro. Really? I've been 21 for almost a year now. So, you know,
0: I was stationed in Louisiana, so it was casinos everywhere.
1: Yeah.
0: And, oh, my goodness. It got bad. I wouldn't say I had a gambling problem,
1: but I was definitely
0: going there on the regular. You
1: know, usually when people say, I, I'm not going to say I have it, they got it. It's okay, bro. You don't do it no more. You know? That's all that matters. Wow. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. On That's the regular. Fine. That's right. That's a lot. On the regular.
0: I would say a don't, right? And this is gonna this is gonna hurt a lot of people's feelings. Don't help nobody if you ain't got it yourself. Facts. Like, Facts. I don't know what it is that, you know what I'm saying, we feel like we have to help somebody, even though we don't have it ourselves or we know what we still need to handle or what we need to do. Listen, the thing about it is, people gonna always feel some type of way about something. But how can you save somebody else or help somebody else out of their predicament when you can't even help yourself. You know, it just doesn't make no sense. And I and I know like we have this big habit of living off of the borrowing system. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh I got it this month. Let me borrow it from you. Oh, you still owe me this money. Listen, one thing that I love that I that I learned is the borrower becomes the servant. You dig what I'm saying? So first of all, if you're gonna do something for somebody, do it out the kindness of your heart. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, not looking for anything to come back. You know what I mean? And if you borrow from somebody, get them back their money as soon as possible. You know? And I'd have had problems with that. I'm not going to lie because it seemed like it's just problem after problem after problem. But I mean, now as I have gotten older, if somebody asks me for something and if I got it, I try to help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if I ain't got it, I'm going to be honest with you and I'd be like, I cannot fade it you know if they feel some type of way about that then how much are they really your people right you know what i'm saying like you you got to and then and then what i'm realizing is like sometimes you do it for people and they can't even be there for you
1: it's not about that though
0: it's not about that but that's why i say that's that's why like i'm not into the borrowing thing yeah. like if i'm going to do something for you i'm just going to do it
1: we don't count you. like i don't
0: years. yeah i don't i don't look for nothing back yeah you know but you know people be keeping tally marks man Oh, they bought fifty dollars today. For real, man. You'll be surprised at things I didn't experience, bro.
1: So some dudes. What about What's some dudes? What's some What's some advice?
0: Some dudes. Yeah. So this is something I, I'm 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 trying to get better at, but it's it's hard for me saving, man. Because I feel like when I try to save, something always happens. Nothing is really that serious that happens to where you should have to go into your savings.
1: I don't have a savings account. Really? Yeah. I was reading a book. So, like, all right, so my, my due is first due is education. I was reading a book called Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Big Bro Mike. Mike gave me all the gems, bro. Mm. Mike came to a book club meeting. He was, we were random strangers. He pulled me aside after me. He was like, I like you. I'm going to put you on to something. You know, we were studying for hours, days, days, hours, like putting me on. He was like, You need to read this book. Mm-hmm. If you don't read this book, you need to write an essay. And I'm like, I got you. He was like, I need to see a bank statement. I need to see it. What are you spending money? Because he was just like, I'm I'm invested in you making more. Right. He told me, read Richest Man in Babylon. Read that book. That's the first book on your financial journey. Read that book. First three chapters, life changing. Everything else. Say it again. Cool. Richest Man in Babylon. Richest Man in Babylon. It's okay. free on YouTube, too. It's free on YouTube, so you don't even got to read it. It's not read to It's an audio book. I'm gonna tap into that myself. But in the book, he said, if there was something I desired, I know that time and study would be required. The first thing you need to focus on is education. You need Mm -hmm. to educate yourself on financial literacy, because it's not like a skill. You learn the skill. So it's to be learned. No one's born like, oh, I'm just good at finances. You have to learn it. And the way to learn it is to dig in that book. So does that
0: mean, so how does that tie back to not saving?
1: Because, right? Mm -hmm. You said something after the saving. But it goes back to not saving by this. He said seven ways to, to save a, a, a lean purse. And what he put us on to, what Mike put me onto, he said, what's a savings account? A savings account is a bank getting over on you. They're just lending you money whenever you need it. But when that money is sitting there, that is basically a file. It's just a file because it's not real cash. It's a file. And they're using that money to invest into a whole bunch of other things. But they just know they can give it back to you when you need it. You know what I mean? So if I got if I got 20 bands right sitting in a savings account with no interest, that is that is crazy. It's mind blowing to me because Mike, to put me on, he's like, you can put 10 bands into options. You know what I mean? And you can put five bands into a long-term stock and five bands into dividend stocks. Dividend stocks are months that are stocks that play you monthly, quarterly, and yearly. So instead of you getting zero interest, zero dividend, zero return on the savings, you know what I mean? You can have money. You can make your money work for you. That's one of the biggest things. Like, um, he told me, Mike told me, shout out to you, Mike, bro. I really, you saved my life, bro. He told me a lot of people talk about the money that he make. A lot of people don't talk about the money they save, but a lot of people, even less people talk about the money, what they do, with with they save. Mm-hmm. You got to make that money work for you. You know, you got to turn your assets into more assets. It mm-hmm. should be a, it should be a continuous flow of assets. That's, that's the dues. You know, you have to make your money work for you. I have a job. I don't work a strenuous job. I don't work very hard, but I know a lot of people that break their bar- back and mm. do really hard labor. Eight hours, 12 hours. And when they get home, they don't work for themselves. You have to make that same bread that you working eight hours for, doing back-breaking labor for, work for you. Mm. So what am I going to get? put money in the savings account for when I can put that money into an account that's going to double or triple? Right. Or pay me monthly on dividends, which is also safe. Dividends are safe. They're low-risk stocks. Or my TSP or a Roth IRA for my child that's not even born yet. Right. That's no all one's right. pregnant. I, I, no one's I, pregnant when I say not born. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got nobody pregnant. I don't Look
0: but up. so all savings. that's so that's one thing like that's good about credit unions. Because most of the time when you put money into your savings, it has some type of interest that's growing while it's in the savings. When you went into the other stuff of putting your money in, I I definitely agree with, you know investing your money, doing something with your money. But I cannot agree with the fact of not having the savings at
1: all. Let I, me tell you let me tell you why though. So you pull out your savings when you need it or your savings. Oh listen, listen.
0: Friend. It's fine. You can go into all that. No, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm not gonna purpose, change my mind.
1: What's the purpose of a savings account though?
0: In case something happens.
1: So you liquid cash is what you need. No, but
0: even even with my savings right now, there the percentage is not high, but there's some type of interest with my money sitting in the sitting in my savings
1: and and the thing is like i don't work for the bank so and i'm not gonna let them get pennies off i'm not gonna make pennies off their million by having my money work for them i'm gonna make sure that i'm tracking and doing it because bro it's just like I, it's like it's like security versus trusting yourself so that same that same 20k you don't have to invest you can flip pallets you can do your little side hustle You can do so many things. You can sell things on Amazon. You can sell things on eBay. It's so many legal hustles to make money. It don't matter how you you can have a OnlyFans. You can do anything to fund your, to have that natural flow of income to put into these other things.
0: I do not disagree with that, but we, even with all of those things, there are limitations on them as well. If you want to pull that money out with TSP. You can't. You have to get it approved to just pull that out. When, even with your stocks, right? And we know this. They suffer with options, and options is a is a big chance, and you gotta be on top of it. Right. You get what I'm saying. There is a risk within that. If you have money in your savings, regardless if the bank is taking it, and I I, I definitely understand. As long as my money is back, as long as I don't see it gone, then we ain't got no problem. Same with me. But the thing, but the thing
1: is though, I can always access it. It's liquid cash though.
0: No, not always. Because even so, even when we had the conversation, when I was pulling money out of my stock, how long did I have to wait for that money to come back?
1: That's because you don't you're not as active on it. Me right now, I could pull everything out right now while we're talking right now, and it's, it's gonna it's gonna
0: pop up in your account
1: right yes, now. Yes, I'll show you right yes, well, now. But, but you don't <laughs> do long term though. You do options. I do long term. I have long term positions as well. Mm. Shout out to KOPN. Get it right now. And just took a dip. Bought a dip. I'm always. I, I I would
0: still say that keeping the savings, some type of savings. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be a lot. But I definitely do agree with you when you say that you also need to be putting your money in there. It's not enough just to have your income saving money off of your income. Of course, create different assets to continue to bring money in and keep money flowing and growing. You get what I'm saying? I definitely agree with that. But I feel like there should definitely be some type of savings.
1: Yeah. Like, that's just that's just my like opinion. a 6-month emergency fund. Everybody yeah, like a, a, like a 6-month.
0: Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if if something just hits the fan, like we we can last. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely agree. You definitely should have a constant flow of assets. Don't just be saving money and stacking your money up, and you're not taking no risk to where you can even create more. Right. You get what I'm saying. But I feel like some type of savings should you should have some type of savings. Right. Like because things happen.
1: Another dude. Another dude. Okay. It's like an app on your phone, right? Called Numbers. Numbers app. Mm-hmm. It cre. It has a budget. So when you talk about saving, the Numbers app. It's on your phone. Create a budget and change it every month and become strict, more strict and more strict and more strict till you get it perfect down to science and figure out what you love to do and whatever you love to do with that money that you have left over, make sure you make more money with that piece.
0: Oh, yeah. So, I mean, okay, we're getting a little ahead of our because that's kind of like resources. But there's two other um, apps, too, that you can use, Digit and Capital. Okay. So, if you, if you attach your accounts to it they actually go off of your spending and they'll actually like calculate how much you spend and then put like a savings and create like a withdrawal to where it's creating a savings account for you. So those are two accounts that also help. And you don't even really notice it because so and I think it like rounds up. So I have digit. I, I deleted capital because I was using it in Korea, but I wasn't using it effectively. Like like I said, I'm always dipping into my savings. So don't do that. So that's why I ended up deleting the app while I was in Korea. Right. But I got put on to the app digits and it basically like so like I say you spend like um thirteen forty three on something. It'll round it up and then put that into your savings. Like that's acorn. Basically, something like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. What Save. are some other,
1: other resources you got?
0: Some other resources, um, So financial advisors, we don't talk about financial advisors enough, Um, just like with, you know, getting help for mental um, or whatever the case may be. Financial advisors can really help you set up a budget plan, help you get to a point to, you know, how much you spend and help you achieve those financial goals that you want to. So um, I found somewhere online Green Path Financial Wellness. They actually do call call-ins for financial advisors. You can you talk see that over again? the phone. Green Path Financial Wellness. Okay. Um, some banks that offer uh, financial advice also is Wells Fargo, Navy Federal, Bank of America, Region Bank, and USAA. All those banks have some type of financial advice program. Um, So, you know, definitely tap into them to, you know, or even call up even if you don't have any of those banks, call your bank, you know, and ask Ask that question. Just ask them. It's no hurt and ask them. But I think, you know, you you want to grant gain that knowledge. One thing I so besides the resources, something I realized. Right. So what happens when you try to put your parents on to this? Like, when you're trying to tell your people, like, to try to give your people financial freedom. Like, you don't want just all this knowledge for yourself. You want to, you know what I'm saying? You want to teach them. You know what I'm saying? You want to group.
1: It depends where they're at. Like, I feel like my mother would accept it very well, but just in the position that she's in, she's just like, I'm good. She's satisfied. Like, she doesn't want a lot of money. Right. Because she's, she's like, you know, she has a home. She has a vehicle. Her kids are her house. You know what I mean? Yeah. she got kids that will do anything for her. She think, she think we got money money. We don't got it like that, Ma. You know what I mean? We make sure you straight forever, but we don't yeah. got it like that. You know what I mean? I mean,
0: like, even with going into, like, helping them, like, clear debt, I feel like... Because, you know, older people, man, sometimes are just stuck in their ways. They're like, oh, I've been doing good all this time. I'll be all right. So just being financially free. Like, it's not about having a lot of money, but, you know what I'm saying, like, getting rid of those debts and creating a plan... For them to get out of that debt. Like, how do you go about that?
1: That's what I'm saying. I just, you just have to re-educate them. You know, people, all people are like children. You got to give them time to Mm -hmm. grow no matter how old they are. You know what I mean? You got to give them time to grow and consistently put pressure on them. Like, me right now, I I have friends, homegirls, homeboys, you know. I give them financial, I actually give them financial advice. Not legally, but right. you know, I'm not, I'm your financial advisor, and does none of that. Right. But I give them financial advice if they're like, facing a hard time, or I just wanna see them get some more money. And I would do the same thing that I do with them with my, with my parents. Yeah. With, like, like I said, it's just different with my situation. My mom's awfully understanding. Right. You know, she can have, you can have a conversation. I'm like, Mom, watch this course on stocks. She's like, okay. now yeah. this stocks ever. Okay, I'll do it. Down with Robin Hood. All right, i, I think do with it.
0: my family, my family is more of a like example, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if I show them like, hey, I did this, that, and the third, and I accomplished this, then they'll be like, "Mmm, show me," you know what I'm saying? Like, my family, I feel like it's like a, a show me, you know. But that's fine though, cause you know, it's like it's like what we talked about, like. If, if you the the football player and your team losing and you the football player that's sitting on the bench and you trying to motivate the team, we can still win this, we can still win this. Everybody going to look at you like, bro, you sitting on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't motivate me. You're not out here making a difference between whether we win or lose. So I think it's the same thing. Like, you know, when when you try to help somebody become financially free or give somebody financial advice, you, you got to be an example. You got to be living by that. And that's my goal. You know, I'm not I'm not where I want to be financially, but, you know. I know the tools that I can go through, go right. to. I know the things I can look up, you know, to try to get a, a better understanding, you know, to become financially free. It was one more thing you wanted to talk about though when it comes to
1: finances. Group economics. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, group e- economics. But a resource that was big to me when you start off that financial journey is read richest Man in Babylon, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. After that, think grow rich. And if you want to take it into group economics and know how to do it for your community. I'm not going to get too into this book. This is a thick book. Power Nomics by Dr. Claude Anderson. He labels everything. He identified... A lot of people always talk about the problem, the problem, the problem. Mm-hmm. He breaks down the problem to a T. Then he breaks down how to solve the problem and the actual solutions. And in the back, he got worksheets. Like, you're trying to put in this work... I got worksheets. You, yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? But... Uh, I think another one, too. You didn't name
0: it, but I like Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey, too. Right. It, he just, he talks about a lot of discipline, discipline, discipline. And one of the things that he continuously speaks on is you got to live like nobody else so you can live like nobody else. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So while you're going through that, that financial journey or trying to get rid of your debt and stuff like that, there are things that you are just going to have to be disciplined about that you're not going to be a part of like you are used to being a part of. Um, that book, that's more of like a... As the steps go, type book like that's not a book you just read all the way out and then you try to apply. Like you gotta apply those steps as as time goes on. But yeah.
1: So uh, next we got yes and no, right? I don't right. like that, bro. No, that's Toya okay. I got a man. question for you. Right? I'm not worried about it. Toya, you see it, right? Shout out oh. to our engineer Ed Toya. Yo. She be holding it down. You know, she, she making do, sure we sound good. You think keep i saying? Make sure the light right. But um, what I was about to say. Okay, so my question is for you, right? Because we see a lot of this going on, especially right now. Okay. Yes or no? Is this new generation... it's a matter of fact, double question it up. I'm going to double question it up because this is the last thing. This after this, you know what I mean? This is the last thing. Okay. It's this new generation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the popular generation, you know, we're not going to get no age group, but it's really all of us, for real, that's not old. The social media generation, anybody can log on Facebook and Twitter or Instagram. Okay. Are they too sensitive? Yes and is the is the council culture like really is that important like, no right yes and no okay why, why do you say yes for people who are too sensitive what's that what's your explanation about that
0: this is the thing if you go on social media looking for justification your feelings is going to get hurt every time you get what I'm saying it goes it goes it goes back to what we were talking about Earlier, and I don't know why I've been hearing about this topic all day. Dr. Seuss? No, not that. <laughs> not <laughs> not Dr. racist Seuss.
1: as hell, bro. I don't. Continue, i don't, I was listening
0: to a podcast earlier, and this is what they was talking about as well. Like we really live in an area era of like you have to if if you don't follow the trend, if you if you don't get that justification from people you don't even know, probably. Right. Like you just. You can't say nothing. You can't give your opinion. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody is just going to shun you if it doesn't go with the with the common belief. Nobody wants anybody to be different
1: anymore. No.
0: You know? Like, the I majority like, doesn't want you to be I feel be like
1: the big thing now is that everybody wants to be different, but they end up being just alike.
0: Yeah. Most definitely. It's disgusting. I think I say that kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah. But real life, though. like, <laughs> And then, like, the council culture. Like, listen.
1: Listen. Bro,
0: This so I relate this to the whole like oh they invited to the cookout. They invited to the cookout. Oh like
1: Lord. listen mm, bro You invited somebody to the cookout. The Juneteenth cookout. Who? No, it wasn't you. It was it was it was, oh, it was I, somebody else. I ain't gonna drop name drop. It was Naya. But I'm not gonna put nobody business out there. <laughs> she invited one to the cookout, you dig what I'm saying?
0: But listen, like just the whole thing, bro, like the, the council culture man, listen there is a, a certain point especially as an a, as an adult right what whatever you may define that by because most of you that do it are are sensitive you claim to be adults so the thing you have to realize is this does not make or break me you have to be confident in yourself before you go out looking for it everywhere else right and the thing is what I realized too As like a lot of people don't realize When they need a cleanse from all of that You get what I'm saying Like it's just ridiculous How much social media just drives Like what a relationship Supposed to look like How you supposed to carry yourself like a man How you supposed to carry yourself like a woman You know what I'm saying And most of it is the wrong answer And most of it is the wrong answer You know what I'm saying But that's what That's what It's like It's like social media is Google now
1: You know what I'm saying So this is This is my piece on it right Okay I think on social media, everybody is extremely sensitive because, you know, it's just we live, like you said, we live in a society now where you really can't speak your piece. But I feel like when you don't speak your piece, so much things go wrong because you don't say how you feel. So you're not expressing expressing your true inner self with the world. You right. know, you're failing the world when you hold back. Mm-hmm. You know, if if that's how you feel, say it. If they don't like it, they don't like it. Like we was raised on sticks and stones may break our bones, but it may never hurt us. But we learned that words do mean a lot.
0: They do. They and they hurt. do
1: hurt people. Mm-hmm. So certain certain sensitivity to certain topics is understood. But I feel like it's oversensitivity. But at the same time, that's really I feel like a social media thing, cause like you go to certain like Baltimore, you know. They're not sensitive, bro. They don't care what you say. You know, we hard body in Baltimore, you dig what I'm saying? So they don't care about none of that. And as far as cancel culture goes, like with the whole Nick Cannon situation. I, I I really was a fan of the Cannon's class. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I used to watch Cannon's class all the time. And I feel like we counseled him. And he said, he said I feel like people should counsel me instead of counsel me. You know what I mean? Bring me in. Show me what I did wrong. Bring me back up. And that's what we should do instead of shunning people. Because shunning people, putting people down, making them lose their job. You know, you playing with somebody's money. you playing with yeah. how people feed their kids, bro. Right. Don't counsel them. Bring them to the side. Like, that's just like we just having a conversation at the barbershop. But you know why they can't do that, bro? What?
0: Because they don't know no better themselves. Right. They just going along with the trend. It's not, most of the time, like, their opinions, like, with the whole council culture, it's not standing on nothing. You get what I'm saying? It's not right. standing behind nothing. It's not standing behind facts. It's not standing behind, hey, good brother, let me educate you. Like the conversation we had before we started recording. You know what I'm saying? That's education and being able to take it and saying, okay, I think about it in in that light now. You know what I'm saying? Instead of looking at all of the negative things that could go wrong with it, you know, Look at the positive part of it and what will really happen. Look at what the true majority is. Right, You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we unconsciously not even paying attention to that because we are so blinded by media and social media and what society thinks or what they don't think. You know what I'm saying? Like, am I saying the right thing? Am I saying the wrong thing? There are wrong answers. Don't get me wrong. But if you have an opinion on something, speak your truth. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. That's what it's all about, man. If you don't speak your truth, then what, what are you really doing? You just you just confide into whatever somebody say and whatever is going on.
1: Status quo. Leave the status quo alone. Remember that song from the High School Musical? <laughs> don't act like you don't. Don't act like you too. Cool. Don't act like you're way older than me, bro. No, I was not gonna say that. I was a fan of high school Musical.
0: Okay. okay.
1: On that on high school musical, we're gonna wrap it up. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, man. Hey, um Thank y'all for joining us again, man. This is episode two. Of the podcast We appreciate everybody that has followed our IG Follow us on Instagram Ego Aside Podcast Follow us on Facebook Ego, Ego Aside Podcast Follow us on YouTube Ego Aside Podcast Follow us on anything Share, like, comment we are not afraid of your opinions. This is a safe zone. Especially if it's something bad. Especially if it's something bad. Preferably
1: something good. But if it's something bad, then, you know, we could work on it. I like constructive criticism. I, feel I like do, that too. Me up.
0: I'm not even going to try to say that word again because for some reason it just can't come out. I don't know what's going on.
1: But, but man, again, we
0: appreciate y'all, though, man. And I'm in. I'm Trail, man.
1: That's equal side, though.
0: Yes, sir.